Look, every Cuban link is at least a kilo Versus by the machine and the beat from Primo I do it for the streets when I release a single No, I'ma always keep it a C-note, honey The Mac in back of the Charger My youngin' line you up clean, you ain't gotta go back to your barber They love me for the fact that I'm actually harder I probably sold crack to your mother and smack to your father Can't get to you, then we whacking your daughter Probably rap her in the carpet, let her body go splash in the hardware yeah. Smoking wax while I'm blasting the Carter I ain't never satisfied, so I have to go harder Story on my life, every chapter I author Keep, 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 yeah. keep, keep, keep keeping it raw Nothing lasts no more Let me shout out the crew as always, you know what I'm saying? We got the stizzle right over there, you know what I'm saying? Good brother Byron, staff all day, you know what I'm saying? You see in the cuts, my man, with the gray and black, Tyree, a.k.a. Skyree, <laughs> Four Horsemen, all Dizzy. And how can we not give it up for our good brother from way, way back in the day, MC? Charlie Kizay. You know what I'm saying? What up, though? You know what I mean? Long time people been trying to shoot this shit for like two and a half years, B. Like all types of behind the scenes, everything. Everything. And we finally got him here, B. You know what I'm saying? And it's real. So once again, it's on, man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, feels good to be back. Dread on the lens, always pan and do what he do, man. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? Beej as always, Duke the Barber. Doing what we do, you know what I'm saying? And it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, once again, it's the fuck on. What's good, stuff? You know what I'm saying? How you feeling, your brother? Like you said, we have our distinguished guest, mm-hmm. MC, MC, father, mm-hmm. educator. Educator. You know what I'm saying? He about to write and, books. And he about to, he much got more. a bunch of stuff. He, much, got, much a lot, he got a lot of stuff. All hold on a lot. This but hold on, he, he ain't looking right yet, though. Right? You know what I'm saying? I think he's going to need to get that hoodie off, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're going to be amongst the podcast boys and, and sit correctly sit. with the boys, you know what I'm saying? got to look the part. It's only right. You got to look the part, man. 36 chambers, you know what I'm saying? Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, be good. They pay good. That's Deion saying. I like prime time. You know what I'm saying? That's all. When you put that on, you feel prime time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look at you know what I'm saying? Hairline still exactly. strong. Exactly, still strong. I've been lost my hair. It's been gone. You know what I'm saying? We all three of us been yeah, crossed over. Tommy and CK still got that. You know what I'm saying? That's it. What is it? You know what I'm saying? Bing bong. You see how that's doing? You know what I'm saying? Jay, you feel different. You know what I'm saying? Shit got real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I'll give it to you. We all know what I'm saying? Exactly, dog. Listen, man, this is family right here, man. This is going to be a great show. We've been waiting forever. This good brother is doing plenty and many good things in the community all around. It's way more than just spitting. So believe that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All day long, man. You know what I'm saying? What's good, Stizzle? I'm pouring. Charlie K. Yes, sir. What you been up to? Been up to a lot, man. 
It's actually it's actually been it's been a really busy last to be honest two years man the last two years have been really busy man um, started doing shifting the work from being in the front or the forefront of you know performing in artistry to more so shifting to more of the business aspect uh, doing more writing for uh, we did a joint for a movie okay. uh, a movie that's on Amazon right now uh, I believe it's called. Uh, let me get back to you about the name of it. That's what it's but, called. Let me get back to you. Let me get back to you. With the name. Uh, exactly. Uh, but the name of the track is called Queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is out on, Apple, out on, on Apple Music. I'm going to find that during the break. And when we come back during the little part, when, when he paying the sleeves, I'm going to it. So that when you come back, I'm going to have it ready. Uh-huh. But you did that. And then um, I'm actually working on a book this year because... Last year was really, really, uh, it was a, like a, an enlightening year for me, man. Uh, being a father, being actually a good father is different. Being a Talk about father, it. Talk uh, about being an artist with integrity and being a good husband helped me to find um, my path more so, a spiritual, a more spiritual path, which led to me uh, getting up early, man, and, you know, finding out who God is on a different level, uh, not waiting for Sunday or the choir or pastor, you know what I'm saying, even though shout out to my pastor and my church and everything that they poured into me, but it's different when you go after God on your own. Mm-hmm. Something changes, something is different when you start chasing after him the way he's been calling you this whole time. And some things changed, man, and I started like doing heavy prayer in the morning, man, I started writing down my thoughts. And who knew that after a year of doing that, that those thoughts that I was writing down would turn into the book. That should be out. So it should be out uh, in May, June, July by the latest. You know, you're writing this book. I'm writing Word for word, page for page. Page, Word for word, Mm -hmm. page for page. And these... These devotionals are coming. They come every morning, man. Monday through Friday, man. I'm in the the text thread. So break down what the book is actually. All right. So the book is a. What's the name of the book? The name of the book is called The Mirror's Image. It's a 30-day devotional to help you challenge who you were to uh, get you to who you should be in Christ right now. So it's it's more than just a, a devotional where you read, you know, okay, it's Monday, let me read Monday. It's Tuesday, let me read Tuesday. It's more than that. It's a challenge for a lifestyle. In the book, I'm challenging everybody that reads it to find a quiet spot, get into prayer, then read it. Listen, I mean, uh, uh, read this, this, the self-reflecting questions that's on it, if you got to jot down some notes. But my claim is that by the end of 30 days of doing this regimen, whatever your breakthrough is, whatever your calling is, it will become that much more clear to you because you have created brand new habits, you have found a deeper relationship with something other than yourself, and you have sacrificed. So in the midst of doing this for 30 days straight, Something will be broken in you. Something will be changed in you. And I believe you'll be able to hear God. Now, here's the thing. I'm not God, and I don't claim to know what his breakthrough will be or this man's breakthrough will be. But I guarantee you that you will have a better relationship with him, and something will be different about you. It should if you follow the book. So it's 30 days of intentionality. And if you know that three weeks is breaks a habit, you can either break a habit or create a habit in 21 days. So in 30 days, you should be coming out something new. It's different. The main thing in this whole thing is like, uh, you know, there's a big difference between changing 
and transform. Camellias change. They hide. You know what I'm saying? They, they change and they adapt with, they, with their surroundings. But after a while, chameleons have to change back into who they are. This book is pushing more transportation, I mean transformation. A, um, a caterpillar can't change. Once it changes, it transforms to a butterfly, it can't transform back. It actually can't eat the same things. It can't, it can't even move the same way. And that's what this is. It's a transformation so that we don't even recognize ourselves anymore. Do you think one thing may be interfering with people achieving these transformations is all the other distractions? in the world, because I noticed that you say, before you read my book, mm -hmm. I need you to go someplace and essentially center yourself. Yes, yes, first. that's important, mm -hmm. man. The, the, the centering yourself and the cutting out the distractions is the most important thing. I don't know if y'all know, but my brain, this John is like, like a computer with 30 tabs open. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's hard to close out all the tabs. is that you need to find somewhere where you can purge all of that out. Clear off your desktop. And that way, when you're in prayer and you are, you know, at your most vulnerable, in your most vulnerable space, you're able to give God everything that's holding you down. And in the midst of that, in the midst of giving that over and pouring out, you get filled up. When you get filled up, you go back out and you pour into somebody else. And you get filled back up again and it becomes like a volleyball back and forth between you and the higher power. And before you know it, you pouring into people, they pouring into you, and you changing lives and you don't even know it. Mm. Now changing lives becomes a lifestyle and it's not something you do. Mm. That changes from a job. That's, that's where people go. Some people go to work. Some people have a passion. Mm -hmm. People that go to work hate their job. Mm -hmm. It's just work. But people that's God passionate, they wake up in the morning ready to go. Mm -hmm. Always ready to do it. They're always ready. It's always, always, it's not always on. Like this man right here. <laughs> when you have a passion for it, it's not work anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what we Because you love it. Because you love it. And when you love what you do, you ain't working, baby. Like you work. did. Like this man's book will have you filling everybody's cup up. <laughs> just ask you a quick question about your process because you said you just a year or so ago just began writing. Mm -hmm. Did you begin writing with the current? purpose that you have now? Did it just kind of organically manifest into what you have no, now? No. As with everything, you usually got to hit the floor or hit the wall yeah. before things change. Tell us about the lows. And what happened is, this is the low. The low was, uh, <laughs> the lows. man, I was, I was addicted to cigarettes, man. Cigarettes and black and miles and everything else smoking. And I was just at the point where I was just tired of being a smoker. And I wanted to stop. Like, I truly wanted to stop, you know. Smoking. <laughs> and I couldn't, man. I tried everything. I did the patch. Man, I was trying to go cold turkey, but Chantix. it just seemed like everything chances. Yo, I tried it all. But for me, man, um, what changed was uh, I had a conversation. I can't remember who, who the young man that I had a conversation with. And uh, he asked me, he was like, so you okay with not seeing your daughter grow up? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're smoking cigarettes. You're going to die. <laughs> so you okay with not seeing your kids grow up? I need to, you know, just make that clear. And I'm like, well, why, why would you say that? And he's like, well, that's the reality of it. Like, it's, it's a proven fact. If you smoke cigarettes, studies, do show. studies show that you will develop some sort of cancer somewhere 
which will eventually kill you. So when he said it like that, it changed my perspective on it. And I was like, you know, I got to do something. So I was like, I got to do something different. Did you know the definition of crazy? Actually, in the dictionary is to do something over and over and over again and expect different results. So I couldn't do the cold turkey. I couldn't do the patch. I couldn't. I had to try something different. And I was like, uh, I prayed about it. It was like, well, why don't you get up in the morning? Get up in the morning and come find me before the cravings start. Mm. So that's what happened. Mm. And I realized, like, if I give, if I put, if I put him before oh, me, if I put him oh, before God. the addiction, if I put him before all of that stuff, then I had something here. So I started writing down my process. Now, mind you, don't get it twisted. I still had to do the work. I need y'all to understand this. Like, everybody, like, don't stop making this up, this, this whole fairy tale. Like, if you give your life to God and you come to God, then everything is all peaches and cream. No, it ain't. It actually gets worse. You know what I'm saying? Because you put a little target on your back. But let me let you know. It's not like, you know, you go to church and every now you're just dancing on clouds. It don't work that way. Mm. I still had to get up every day and put in the work. I still had to write down the cravings. I guess I still went through the cravings. But I had to be mature enough to know that every time I went through a craving, this time, I wrote it down. I found out the time. I figured out what was the triggers. If I, if I, if I drink this, then I usually, if I drink this coffee. <laughs> you know what with that coffee. No, with that coffee. <laughs> so I might have had to stop coffee for a little while. You know what I'm saying? So and part of that was getting to know me and him showing me who I was by trying to find him. And a day turned to a week, a week turned to a month before you know it, I was full. And then I was writing down stuff. And here we are with this book a year later, just, you know, trying to go find God. Man. So the important question, have you stopped smoking cigarettes? Absolutely. How long have you been clean? It has been, matter of fact, I'm going to go on my quit app. Okay. On my phone. And um, it has been. That's not an easy thing to do. No, and listen, I had to get the app too, because yeah. you need your encouragement. Right. It's been one year, seven months, and two days. So but the crazy part is in the middle of that, everything some other things dropped off. Uh, listen, bro, look, do you I love it. Do you, man? I'm not I'm not here to <laughs> provide any I'm not I'm not here to convert and I'm not here to convict. I'm just here to convince and confirm who I am and convince people that you can get here if you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's your choice. Everybody got their own path. Everybody got their own walk. I cannot judge the next man. I've been doing my thing for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And I would be wrong <laughs> if I judge any of my bros or anybody out on the street. It's not about that. You meet them where they are and when they're ready, they're ready. To have that talk, then you have to talk. You know what I'm saying? Until then, this is what I needed to do for me mm -hmm. and my family. So that's what I had to do. And once again, name the book. The name of the book is called The Mirror's Image. It should be out by June, July this year. 30-day guarantee. You 30 follow days. all the steps in the book, you can achieve whatever it is you want. Whatever it is, man. Whatever, yeah, it, is. whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Whatever that no, is. That's our purpose. Actually very you good just book. get one yeah, with man. yourself, man. And we Absolutely. definitely have to purchase some copies, some autograph copies. Yeah, I got y'all, man. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, 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 we go, no, no, purchase. We, we purchase. No, nah, yeah, listen, it, man. The same way I'm going to purchase. Because I know, you, video, I know you see whenever I you know purchase all your music on Amazon. Man. I know. I put I, little notes I like, appreciate <laughs> it, man. I, listen, I see it all. I see it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, that's we got a bunch of stuff happening this year, man. We got the book is coming out. Uh, I'm working on three projects this year. Uh, my uh, I'm partnered with my wife for her design company that we started 
and we're going to grab this investment property and get that going. So we got the investment property, we got the book, we got Step Brothers Part Two, we got Light of the Dark Part Two, we got God Hour Part Two, we got uh, what else is happening? Oh, I'm starting two companies this year. One of them is called Track Brands. Oh, these two. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's what it's about. Track Brands is this year though, for those who don't know, this month exactly. is never going to happen again, ever, ever in, life. in life, ever, at all, ever. Two it's, days where you get yeah. twos, you just had it on that two, two, 22 and then two, 22, 2022. 20, That's chase day, baby, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my young yeah, boy. Man. So then yeah. I got the two, uh, two branded companies that's coming out, man. One of them is called Track Brands. And pretty much that's a company where we provide music for podcasts, mm -hmm. clothing lines, uh, TV shows, all that kind of stuff. We've already done one for my man Chris. Shout out to Cool Guy P, uh, my man Chris Brunell. His uh, podcast called Smoking Sundays. We were able to jump on and do his uh, song. Um, shout out to Niche. And uh, just she's called, her name is uh, Just Call Me Preach. And um, <laughs> we did, uh, did her music for Kingdom Live and working on uh, some music for Great Street Nine Style. Eight. Yep. Street Style clothing line and eventually we're going to get some theme music for the podcast. Oh, oh absolutely. That's coming soon. So all of that to say Track Brands is doing music for different companies and the last piece of this is Writer's Block which is a pu publishing company I'm going to be working on with my man T. Coda. Shout out to my man T. Coda which is a group of writers gang, that's gang. coming together, a mm -hmm. uh, group of writers and producers that's coming together to write music, you know, the way that we know how to write music. And um, hopefully it'll start changing some lives, you know what I'm saying? Did so, you hear that? Seven that, things, that, seven that, things. So, so did you, did you hear that? Man, you, it's like the new age era. The new age era of the black renaissance, man. You understand? Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? Now. This is the new era that we in right now. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't one. It can't be one. No. It has to be multiple. Do you understand? To go get it. So you got to do that with it, that's man. What this, that's what this is about. You have to have multiple streams, streams of, of income. income. Absolutely. That's if you want to go get that ring, this, you know, to get that bag, you got to go after the bag. And my thing is like, if you, if opportunity knocking and you still like wait. Don't be surprised if today your pay is still lightweight. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about bars. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Early bars. You know what I'm saying? Get up and go get it. Exactly. Get up and go get it. It's 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah. So I got to make sure I utilize all 24. You understand? Those that understand, understand. So what I want to do is, good brother, is go back. Because, you know, we got a lot of things that's going on with you. But let's go back to the original passion, which is bars. How long has it been <laughs> that you have been spitting benevolent bars? God damn. Let me tell you, you know something. This guy right here, <laughs> this guy right here got to see the, and that guy behind the camera, which y'all don't see, they got to see the extremely very beginnings of this when we was writing down the lyrics to I believe yeah absolutely writing down the lyrics to songs that was already out mm -hmm. and when I couldn't write my own raps the next best thing was to rap somebody else I see absolutely I see yo, I this see this is, yo. that's where it starts that's where it starts I'm on my first talent show doing I don't know how to get the bars 
but I can listen and write chores down. I'm a rapper, and I can dance too. You know what I'm saying? Don't let me do this running man. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But no, man. Um, I want to say sixth grade. Sixth grade, we started started actually like writing, you know, my own like at that time. I guess it was poetry and whatnot. But what like made it really come into like fruition was. 90, I want to say 98. Yeah. In 98, Temple. Uh, no, we were before Temple. Mm -hmm. So Temple, Temple was where it got uh, where it got solidified mm -hmm. with White Boy Lil. Shout out to White Boy Lil. Uh -huh. Back uh, then he was KGB. KGB. <laughs> you know what I'm Ken. saying? <laughs> My man Vess. Uh -huh. Vessa, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, Sleeves. Absolutely Sleeves has been here since the, be the, the absolute beginning of Charlie K. But, um, before that, when I was in high school, we had a talent show. And uh, I went on stage and I kicked my rap, and a curse word came out. And when, oh, come on and when, the, curse word, when the curse word came out, everybody jumped up and screamed and started like cheering because I had cursed on stage. And because I saw that, I cursed like five more times. <laughs> and I was like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Look at this crowd. I, now, mind you, I got suspended for like two weeks after that because the principal was literally like right there, like you're going down. Mm -hmm. Shut the music off. You, my office now. But you're a legend. <laughs> you're a legend. No, yeah, listen, absolutely. I came back to school exactly. the next day. They was like, yo, that's the boy that was cursed. Exactly. I was like, yeah. I like the, 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 the crowd reaction. I love the satisfaction. And then from there, we just been honing the craft since then. Started out with White Bull Lil doing Riot Town. And Riot Town. Cancer. Then it was Charlie K and Cancer, me and my homie at the time. Uh -huh. We were just riot smash over, smash and grab. Somewhere down the line, <laughs> got a studio, ran into my man Kush. Great house there. Because <laughs> I met, I feel like I met Kush. Through this man. Absolutely. He brought him over to the loft. That's crazy. It's crazy how connected this is, man. Absolutely. I had got equipment from White Wall Lil. He was mm -hmm. like, here, take the equipment. You got it. You sold it to me. It was beautiful. I had the space. I didn't know how to work it. I called him. I was like, I got all this equipment. Don't know what to do with it. He was like, I know an engineer. His name is Kush. Kush came over and I was paying Kush to record me. And Kush heard him was like, yo, where are you getting your beats from? And I'm like, oh, I got, I'm getting my beats from my man Chris. He was like, yo, who's Chris? These beats are dope. Can't and then he was wait. like, well, listen to some of my beats. And he plays Pessimist mm -hmm. beat. And then we recorded the track together, and he's like, yo, we got something here. And then we called Chris over, and Chris brought his MP, his MP, what, MPC, uh -huh. and he started Absolutely. playing it. And Kush was, was on the, uh, motif. the motif. The motif. Man, and then... Uh, and then it was uh it was it was history ever since, man. We 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 uh grew Rittenhouse, went on tour for a little while, man, was doing shows, we opened up for everybody, man. When I say everybody, I mean everybody that was I came into it somewhere around there, you know what I'm saying? This, he's been here the whole time. <laughs> it was me, sleeves, hype man extraordinaire. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had my back on stage because it was plenty of nights my voice went out. We was doing 45 minute sets. Bars. Bars after bar. bars. It was crazy, yo. Part of the crowd participation. Nuts, Can we talk about this for a second, man? 45 minutes, <laughs> And you the talker. And I'm the talker. The other motherfucker like, playing buttons. And Charlie, let's go. Another one. But I knew what he needed his time. I knew what he needed his I knew what he needed his breaks. That's when I would come in and take over. It, it, it was symmetry out there. That's, yeah, man. You know was, what I'm saying? It was Absolutely. definitely something special, man. We yeah, had something it. special out there. And everybody that got a chance to see that knew that, man. And it was beautiful, man. And we've been rocking out ever since, man. It was like, the like listen, shout out to our legends, our big brothers, our inspirators, the Roots. The Roots. The best to ever do it on any level, on a band level. What we were was going to be the digital version of the Roots. Because, see, around this era, we're talking about, like, 06 to, like, 2012. All right. Cats was doing their shows with CDs. Mm -hmm. And them shits was skipping. You know who shit wasn't skipping? <laughs> the house. You know why? Because we had my man playing the NPC live pads, and then my man playing the motif on the keyboard. And then you had the illest MC, and then the craziest hype man. So damn, you don't know what's going on. But if the beat fuck up, you don't know, we gonna make it flow. But if that CD fuck up, the whole show done. You dig? <laughs> so we killed niggas every, every time. Don't you ever get it twisted. All you niggas from that era, remember, you hated to come out behind us. Remember that shit. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's, uh, let's, fast forward, right? <laughs> let's fast forward. Let's fast forward. Absolutely. To, to modern times. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> modern times. Absolutely. We, we had to go back. Let's bring it up, Sal. Bring bring it back. I like the hat, too, man. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the God Hour. God Hour. Mm. Yeah. God Hour. Yeah. Personally, I like track three academics. Mm. Yes. Yes. Hour three. Hour mm -hmm. three. Three yes. p.m. Yes. 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 I was I was I was in the shower today, and I was like, you know, what, let me run this back again. Yeah. Let me have it fresh on my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm for the interview, and that is a that's a really good album there. I appreciate I, that. What man. What was the inspiration and the motivation behind the God Hour? Uh, the title itself. The God Hour came out of, that was in the middle of me still getting up in the morning, uh, which I still do to this day, um, created a practice in myself that I probably will never stop. But in the middle of that, um, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, I know I had some music to drop, and I couldn't figure out what, what to do. You know, I was writing joints, but I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. And I had a conversation with Sleeves, and... And I had a conversation with Coda. And both of them like said similar things at two totally different times and they didn't talk to each other, so I took it as confirmation. And pretty much what Sleeves was saying was like, yo, where is Charlie K to, you know, like Charlie K hip hop digging in the crates, Charlie K? Like, where is that at? Unapologetic. Bars. Bars. Like, where is that? And then Coda was like, man, when are you, where's the Charlie K that was in Rittenhouse? And I was like, yeah, you know what, you're right. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do me. I'm going to pick tracks that I like. I'm not going to think about audience no more. I'm not going to think about, I'm, matter of fact, I'm turning the radio off. I don't want to hear what's hot. Because I'm, I'm going to go back and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try my best to make something that is very similar or 
uh, an ode to the purple tape. And if you know what the purple tape is, mm-hmm. then you already know what that is. And I'm not going to explain it. If you don't know, go look it up and Google it. Exactly. Do so, your history. Um, but you real know, quick, because you brought up an interesting point, listening to popular current music, you feel like hamstrung or sabotaged your creative flow? No, nah, it just it, it, it put me in the mindset that I had to compete okay. with that. In order to compete with that, you kind of want to be in that vein a little bit, um, you know. So, but and I was able to do it. Like I, I, I was recording songs and they weren't bad. Like they weren't bad songs, but I just wasn't fulfilled. And then when I started recording, like we did the first one for God out, and then we did the second one. I'm like, and we did academics. Everything changed. I was like, I was like, you know what? Things were never the same. I was like, never the same again. And I'm like, you know what? Logic. Let's put, let's put clips of movies that we knew growing up. So I was like, sleeves and sleeves calling me like, yo, juice, boys in the hood, menace to society, New Jersey Drive. We need clips from all of these. I'm like, I need seven dope movies that we grew up on for seven tracks. And I was like, seven. God, it's perfect. It all fell together. And I recorded that joint in a month and a half. And I was working on the other album for like six, seven months, and I just wasn't fulfilled. And I wrote that joint in a month and a half. And that's how I knew that it was supposed to be everything that it was. So that's how God came out. So you talk about inspiration, motivation, you listening to current music yeah, and saying that, you know what, I can do that too. But yeah. you cut those tracks, and they're not fulfilling. Yeah. Right? For me, personally. For you. So, you know, just to have your opinion, because you are an artist and a renaissance man, you know, you wear many hats. Yeah. But I got to ask, because you're an artist, Mm -hmm. how do you feel about the state of music? Do you think, like, if you were working on an album, say, in the golden era, maybe in the 90s, you can go out and listen to current music on the radio, and then you would cut your tracks and feel like, yeah, this is great, this is it. You'd have that inspiration, the same motivation. Is it the current state of music? affecting your inspiration and motivation? Does it have that effect on you when you go in the studio and cut music, if you've listened to outside music while you're working? I would say not anymore. Ever since I recorded the God Hour, I've found a uh, a unmovable place for myself where I'm comfortable with myself again. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't have to compete or change. Uh, So on that note, I don't think the state of hip-hop is like dead or anything like that. I just think it's changed. Now, mm-hmm. I, I hear people say that, right? Yeah. They don't think it's dead. They, mm-hmm. It's changed. It's changed. Right. Yeah. And it has changed. And change is... Yeah. It's, 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 it's expected. Yeah. It's supposed right. to. Yeah. But let me ask you this, though. Where would you like to see it go? I want to see it go where Kendrick and Cole was taking it. Mm-hmm. And even where Drake was taking it. I mean, if you listen to where Drake was before all of the money came in, it was a different Drake. It was it was a more it was okay. It was okay to have a little bit of everything when I was coming up. I could turn on uh, the radio and hear, you know, NWA and Compton and people getting shot up. And I could also hear somebody, you know, just doing like dance music. <laughs> and I could hear somebody being super extra conscious over here. And I could hear straight hip hop and I could hear straight bars. And I could even hear something over here from the 36 Chambers who honestly I didn't understand 90% of this lingo they were saying, but it was dope and it was hip hop. But now it's more mainstream there where everything has to sound like this one thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to have it. Oh, no, everybody has to use the same formula. And I think that's what's taxing. Saturated. It's oversaturated. Yeah. But one thing, I think the beauty 
of artistry is the difference. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Is the, the distinctions from artist mm -hmm. to artist and whatnot. And you see it. You see it. Like, you see it in artists who quickly blow up. You can tell. Her is different from every other female artist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was Alicia Keys, and as soon as I heard her, I was like, oh, she's got something. It was, but how many other female singers were in between that? But something's different about her. And what's different about her is she has that something that she's okay with being her. Being the man that you are. Yes. Being so open-minded, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to bring it back to the album. Bring it back. Because I know you put your heart, your soul, yes. your thoughts, your creativity, they go into all the tracks. Which one resonates most, most with you? I know we talked about academics. Yeah. And it because of bumps, you know, and I get it. I also like God Out, track seven. You know what I'm saying? Because of mm -hmm. bumps, I'm in the shower rocking, trying not to lose my foot and bust my ass. 80s babies, too, dog. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we like. That's right. what we like, right? And sometimes when you're an artist, the track that resonates the most with you might not be the most popular track. So I want to know which one resonates the most with you and what makes it resonate the most with you. Because then we might have to go back and re-listen. You know what I mean? It might be some right, bars in there or something there that we ain't catch the first time until we hear his explanation. the album track. It was the album track. Absolutely. It was God Hour, yo. Because it was, it was the last one that I did. It wrapped up. It brought everything together. And there's like some lines and bars in there that... The Juice... Joint with Bishop at yeah. the end. What you mean? It just all. What, what do you mean? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, man, it's 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 just a lot of it's a lot of bars that intentional bars that went into that into that uh, that song, man, and it just it for me it resonated somewhere personal uh, that this this actually happened that I had refound who I was and for the first time in a long time I was comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Like. My whole career has been with somebody else's. Charlie Kidd was always Riotown. Charlie K in Kansas. Rittenhouse. It was always with something. This was the first time that I stepped out on my own. There was only one feature throughout the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? That's my man Encore for 80s Baby. Um, so this was a, almost like a leveling up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like a graduation, so to speak. But I'm glad I did it because I, I'm very confirmed in who I am now, musically. And it's okay for me to be on this side and still appreciate the music that's on this side now. Like I don't have to go into an area and everybody's spitting trap music and I feel out of, out of place. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that anymore because I can respect where they're at. And I just know I'm comfortable with who I am. So you gonna give it to me in trap, but I'm gonna give it to you in hip hop. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my thing and you gonna do your thing and we'll see what ends up. Well, let's, let's talk about this, right? Yeah. Because I know you're doing music for podcasts and music for movies and writing and doing, you know, you got boatloads of other stuff yeah. going on, right? Let's talk about ageism. Because I hear passion and fire in you mm -hmm. in this conversation, right? And I feel like you're still going to cut tracks. You're still yeah. going to cut music. Yeah. How do you feel about people saying, well, maybe he's over the hill now? <laughs> he's a little too old. <laughs> I've, been, on that. I've been saying it to myself. Like, yo, like... You know? But do you believe it when you say it to yourself? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, cause I mean, to be honest, part of it is true. Like, I'm not gonna act like I'm, I'm out here 21. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna act like if if I was to get an offer for a deal that I can't like weigh my options. Before it would be, oh, no doubt about it. Let's hit the road. We on tour. Let's go. Now, 
I got kids. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. I'm not talking about going on the road. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're too old to be doing it? Oh, no, never. 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 You wonder why? Because I'm an artist. Like, an artist That's never stops. I understand the old to turn up. I get that. Yeah, I, I, I get that. You know, I, I'm not, here's, here's the deal. I'm not probably looking to, like, get on. And that's the whole reason why, like, at this stage, this is the grown up. This is I'm more grown man with it, and I'm getting into the business aspect of it anyway. And the business aspect of it, if you want to be honest, is where the bag is at. So, man behind um, the man, the man behind the man. You know, I'm cutting out the middle man. You know what I'm saying? I cut the middle. I cut the middle man, which was me. So right. now it's back. That's me. me. You know what yeah. I'm now that's me too. That's me. Move me up. <laughs> and bring okay. that bag. Over. You know what I'm saying? Bring that bag over. So, in, 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 in maturing and growing in music, uh, you know, you, you, you find different avenues that keep you around the music. And that's where I'm at with it now. That's why we're dedicating some time and some thought to creating a writing company, pulling writers that I know and producers that I know um, to pull together and just, you know, create music and put it out there, man. Did you know that movies have, like, over 120 songs per movie? Just little clips? It's a lot of music out there that we don't know about, man, that we've been creating for a long time, man. So listen, man, keep creating. Keep that's that's what we are, man. Like creators. we're creators, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep creating. Never let me, stop. Let me ask you this, and it's just like an affirmation. This is like the last question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Renaissance man, many hats. Mm-hmm. You do this, you do that, write music, educator. Yeah. That's one thing we didn't really even talk about. Yeah, so we didn't even talk about that. We were the babies, yo. So, real quick, okay, before this last question, real quick, you're educated. What do you do as far as education? What do you do? Speak oh, man. I was uh, teaching. I was teaching for at least 15 years. But I'm out the classroom now, so I'm, I'm coaching teachers. I'm doing reading intervention, which is pretty much closing the gaps for where kids, uh, let's say a kid is in third grade. He's reading on the first grade level. My job is to go in and provide interventions for for him to help close the gap to get him back where he needs to be. Uh, so reading intervention, being coaching teachers, uh, eventually going to be principal of a school yeah. at some point. Yeah, but the end goal is to start my own school. Do the kids know you MC? Some. I also mm-hmm. run a, 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 a club for the young third grade boys called the Young Kings Club. They know. Uh, and what that is is about my young kings and they know too because yeah. it's important that we take them and I meet with them every week and we pour into them to yeah, let them know fantastic. that uh, I know they look up to you boy. yeah they, 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 cause, listen man the, the harsh reality is that 90, 95% of their dads is not around so it's important mm-hmm. that we let them know that they are more than what they see on TV we let them know that they can be more. There's nothing wrong with aspiring to be a basketball player, football player, or anything in entertainment. But I want them to know that that's not your only option. Mm-hmm. You can be more than that. You want to be a sports person? That's fine. Has anybody thought of the person that is commentating for sports? The sports director? The, the sports agent. doctor? <laughs> the sports agent who takes a big chunk out of that <laughs> athlete's check? Are you kidding me? Yeah. There's way more to that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they need to know it. And also, they need to see people that look like them, men that look like them. Absolutely. Shout out to all 
The single mothers that's out here raising kids on their own, doing both jobs, a dad and a mom. I shout you out all the time. But listen, you got little boys, get brother, uncle, friend from down the block, somebody you trust, get a man around that young boy to pour in his life because as much as, as hard work as you do, moms, same way that I can't teach a girl how to be a woman, you cannot show a boy how to be a man. You can pour morals into him, you can make, you can pour principles, but the path of being going from boy to man needs to come from another man. Period. So that's what we're doing with the young Message. Kids. You know what I'm saying? All right, so. Bring it back to the question Bring I was going back. to ask you before we got into all that. It so, it's just like an affirmation, but I got to ask you. So, the MC, the educator, mm -hmm. the role model, the father, the entrepreneur. Too many hats. Too many hats. The man does too many things. Too many things. Great things. You know what I'm saying? Too many. Author. <laughs> right? Right? Writing down guidelines for you to follow to live a better life. So you know what I mean? <laughs> He's trying to help you be the best you you can be. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. What does it feel like to be you? Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. I've Great never question. thought of that before. But um, take a second and reflect on all the great things you do. What does it feel I'm, like I'm, to be you? I'm going to just say, I had a coworker ask me the other day, how are you doing? And I told her, like, that's a loaded question. I. On the outside, everybody's doing well, you know, like. Not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> well, let me, on the outside, I'm doing well. My bills are paid. My children are in good health. My wife is looking good as ever. Uh, you know. Shout uh, out to Shout out to wife, Miss Charlie Kett. My, uh, my job is secure. You know, I'm, I'm writing. I'm closer to God as, as I've ever been in my life. But me personally, I'm kind of in pieces. And she's like, why? Why are you in pieces? I'm like, because I'm being rebuilt a little bit, you know? Like, and to be honest, I don't know who I'm going to be by the end of the week. I don't know who I'm going to be by the end of this year. And that's the whole point of staying in God. You know, this whole thing is not like, oh, I did it last year and that's it. No, I got to go find this every single day. Because when I walk out my door, you know, the challenges and the problems have not gone away. The difficulties haven't gone away. They're still there. But what changes is my per my perspective of them. I don't let them get the best of me. I stay at the high ground. I stay up in the higher ground so I have the vantage point. So I'm always looking down at the stuff and not it's not looking down, I'm not looking up to it. So me personally, I'm in pieces, but I'm being rebuilt every day. And that's a good place to be. Because if you are always in pieces, then you always are dependent on something other yourself, other than yourself to get it done, man. And that's where I get, like, my bros who've been here with me since the beginning, man. Like, this right here is something legendary, man. Like, this don't happen often. A lot of people don't have this. Drake yeah. didn't make that song, No New Friends, for no reason, yo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the way, the way this world is now, you really got to watch people. <laughs> so if you got a few good friends, stick mm. with them, man. It's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I don't have friends no more. I got family mm -hmm. and acquaintances. Mm -hmm. There is no in-between. Absolutely. If you ain't my family, then we just we just kick it every now and again. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. If you get to know me more, you might move into family. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, that's all it's about, bro. 
Mr. Charlie Cat would say that you are definitely disciplined and determined, and I think you will achieve everything you set out to. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. I appreciate y'all, man. No, we appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? Podcast boys, man. Like, hold up. First and foremost, where can they find you at, man? You got to do it. This is your little self Yeah, man. Um, I'm on Instagram at MC Charlie K. E M C E E Charlie K. MC Charlie K. Especially on, on Facebook, uh, Facebook fan page and whatnot, Charlie K. Fan page, uh, you heard it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, those are pretty much the two main social media platforms. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter. But uh, if you really want to like get to me, you want to use those two. Those are the two that I frequent until I get a team to run the other stuff. <laughs> oh, that's coming. That's already in the world. That's being formulated up. for you now. I can't so keep up with it, man. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep up, man. And I can't keep up with it. So just running those two is enough. But if you want to catch me, man, like, you know, uh, my email, charliek82 at gmail.com. Keep it professional. If you email, <laughs> yeah, you you've, you've given enough. Yeah. <laughs> on all on all accounts, if you come and find me, follow me, uh, follow uh, the culture, follow Kingdom Live. These are all and your projects. That, I mean, and the projects is coming out, man. God, I mean, was on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Step Brothers, Dark is on Apple Music. Step Brothers, shout out to my man T Coda. All day, Coda. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Absolutely. Think, we ain't forgot you, Coda. Yeah, y'all think I'm listen, you listen, bro. Listen, you know what I'm saying? You up next, but you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. problem, man. Coda, to be honest, man, I give a huge, huge shout out to Coda because Coda was the example in front of me uh, when I was going through this. So he stayed grounded so that I could get to where I'm at. So I appreciate you for that, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do so much work together because that's my family. That's my bro. And uh, we're going we gonna to reach we're going to reach higher heights together, man. So shout out to Coda, shout out to the culture, DMG, Defibrillator Music Group, all of that, man. It's going down.